FM. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make Your Day Count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In what God is doing. Today. Today. In the work of the Lord. God has given me, Diana, another day to do his work, and I am happy about that. God has given you, who listening, another day to do his work, to make this day, this day, Wednesday, count. Not another day. I'm going to make what? This day count. This is the day he has given me. This is the day he has given you, and we're going to together do life what? Together. I'm, I'm so happy about this program because what we do, we do life what? Together. together. That's what we're doing here. We're doing life together. And as we do life together, the blessings of God will come up on us. And we will shine in your in your corner, wherever your corner is in Brevard County. You have a corner, I have a corner. Wherever our corner is, we're going to shine as we do life together. As we awake, we are glad. Think about that. There's a lot of days in the morning I did not feel like getting up. But then at the end of the day, after I see things that were accomplished in that day, experiences, that memories that took place in that day, I'm so glad that I woke that morning, that I got up to step into those opportunities, to step into those memories that were made in that day, those experiences from that day. We're so glad that we got up. So we have to push past how we feel and do the work of him who sent us. God wants us to enjoy our life. Jesus says, I have come so that you could have life and you could have it more, more abundantly. abundantly. So Jesus came to give us the more better life. So we have to awake and do the tasks that we are assigned to do. And at the end of it all, we would say, oh, I am so glad that I got up today. I am so glad I do rejoice in this day. God gave me the strength to accomplish the tasks that were set forth in this day. So all this week we've been talking about consider your ways. And our theme scripture is in the book of Haggai chapter 1. Our points, the first point is our relationship with the work of the Lord. That's something that we must consider. Our relationship with the work of the Lord. So we have to find our place in the work. Find our place on the wall as Nehemiah and the families did when they brought forth the restoration of the wall of Jerusalem and took away the reproach. The second point, we have to consider our ways in view of the futility of our labor. What do we have to show for For our work? What do we have to show for it? You know, some people could work uh, four (laughs) hours and they have more to show. But people that's been working 16 hours in the day. So what do we have to show for our labor? When our labor is targeted, we have more evidence of our labor. When our labor is diligent, when it's purposeful, there's more results than just doing things in vanity. If somebody's just walking around with an axe or a sledgehammer all day just hitting anything, they're using a whole lot of strength but not getting any results. If they target their attention into a specific task, you're going to know at the end of the day what they did, what they brought forth. 
and they'll be able to do it in a shorter time than somebody who just missing the mark, hitting, 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 missing the mark all day. So we must hit the mark. We have to consider our ways in view of the work to be done. So we are living for God with purpose. Come on. On purpose. Yes. <laughs> we have a purpose in this day. We don't have time to waste. We are living on purpose. So we must consider our way in view of the work to, to be, be done. done. What is to be done? What mm-hmm. God wants to be done? God, what is this that you want to get done today? Have you prayed in prayer? In the morning, you get up and you say, oh, Lord, what is it? What is what it is that you want to get done today? I am available. How sweet that is. If you could pray that prayer. Lord, what is it? What is the plan for today? What do you want to get done today, God? And then you says, I'm available. Use me. You know, there I think it was Ron Canoli had a song that says, If you can use anything, Lord, use me. That, that song, I always remember. I said, how, 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 how sweet that song is. How precious those words. Ron Canoli in those days, right. He says, Lord, if you can use anything, use me. He said, take my hands, Lord, use it. I'm available. Take my feet, Lord, use it. Take my lips, Lord, speak through me. Has a prayer on this Wednesday morning. Lord, what is it that you want to get done? I'm available. Consider your ways in relationship to what God wants to get done. Most of the time, it's what I want to get done. (laughs) You know, I get up, what I want to get done. My whole mind is full of what I want to get done. Not what God wants to get done. If I could only stop. That's why this, this, this teaching this week is so great. Consider your ways. And how? In relationship to God. God's plan and purposes for your life, for my life. I want to do, Diana, like you say, live on purpose, man. I want to do the plans of God. Life is what? Short. Life is short. That is short. Those two things is a fact. Whether you are atheist or whether you're not. Whether you like God or you're not. Those are two points. That is a reality. You don't have to be a, uh, a scholar with a PhD to believe that. Or a scientist. Life is short. And, if, and the next one, that is short. So how are you living your life this morning? In light of those two facts. So since life is short, that is short, then I want to live out my life according to God's plan and not according to my plan. And in order, those examples that Pastor gave, they should, to show up to ask God, yeah. what do you want me to do, do with this day? Then he knows that we're available when we show up. Nehemiah, he considered his ways. When he was in the palace, his life was good. That was his place. <laughs> he, yeah. uh, he was good. But when he heard of the distress of the people of God, 
He considered his ways. He prayed to God. He made himself available before he went before the king, before his request was granted. He went before God, and he showed his availability. When the situation arose, he considered his ways. He was all good. He was the king's cupbearer. He had his position in the palace. He could have forgot about everybody else, but he considered his ways. And he, the first thing he did when he heard the news is he prayed to God of heaven and God gave him the plan. Man. God gave him the favor. He didn't go to the king first. He prayed first and he showed his availability unto God. The same way with Solomon. He showed his availability when he brought forth the offering, a, a tremendous offering that moved God. He showed his availability. He showed up at the altar with his offering, and that moved God, caused God to say unto him, ask, what can I do for you? He showed up. He showed that he was available unto God. And then Solomon, he considered his ways. He didn't go through a list of 5,000 things that he wanted for himself. He asked God to grant unto him the wisdom to be able to effectively rule and judge over the people of God. And it was told back onto him, well, because you didn't ask for stuff for yourself, because you considered your ways and you prioritized your kingdom position and you put, you honored that, you honored me in that, all these things are yes. going to be given onto you. So there we have two men, two people who showed up. They showed that they were available to be used by God. God didn't go chase down Nehemiah. He didn't go chase down Solomon first. They consulted with God. They showed up, and they said that they were available. They had a desire to hear from God, and then that desire was met, and they went forth, and they did great things that we see that's all documented um, throughout the Bible. And it wasn't just to benefit themselves. It was to benefit the kingdom of God, the people of the time and the continued kingdom of God as we go back and we pull strength from those scriptures and from those accounts. It shows that God's system works. It proves Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 1 and 2 as true. Yes. Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set, set you, you high, high above all nations, nations of the, the earth. earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. So we can't set ourselves no. high above all the nations. Mm -mm. It's only God can who can it. do it. And how does he do that? Through obedience. And we were teaching on Sunday at Celebration Tabernacle that your weeping, your tears, is not an alter alternative to your obedience. Right. You know, a lot of times we cry and we cry and we cry. And, well, that's not an alternate to your obedience. Mm -hmm. Obedience is obedience. You might obey with tears, mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's the obedience that's going to move something, not the tears alone. Sometimes we crying and we crying and we crying, but it's the obedience that makes a difference not the tears. So our tears are not an alternative to obedience. We must obey, must find the place where it is written and diligently obey the voice of the Lord that was spoken unto us. So we have to consider our ways in view of the work to be done. There's yeah. a great work to be done, and we all have a great part in that. Yes, because I ask God, and you give two good examples 
of men of God who ask God. Here's the third one. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 8, consider your way in view of the work to be done. Consider your way in view of the purpose God has for you. Consider your way in light of what God wants you to do. David understood that in 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 8. David has his own way, but he surrendered that to find out what God's plan is. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. all. So here's David. David, before David run off to go fight, he wants to go fight these guys. But he stopped, like I said, God, what is your plan? Isn't this powerful today? Before he runs off, David is a fighter. David knows how to fight. But he says, you know what? Before I go off, let me find out what God wants to get done here. So he asks God, God, shall I go after them? Shall I pursue them? Should I overtake them? And And God says, go. That's my plan for you, David. Go after them. Pursue them. And David, overtake them, and you will recover everything. When we are in the plans and purpose of God, your work will not be fruitile. <laughs> You'll not be in the fertility of your work. It will be profitable. That's, that's the whole teaching this week. we got to consider our way in connection to what God is doing. We want to invite you to Celebration Tabernacle Church Sunday morning at 10 a.m., we're located at 1010 Dixon Boulevard in the city of Coco. Celebration Tabernacle Church. Make Thank you for count. tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count.